Welcome to Season 5 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I'm your host, Catherine McPhail. I am an architect practicing in Massachusetts. My passion is old houses, new technologies, and sustainability. Previous seasons of this podcast have featured many vendors, subcontractors, architects, designers, covering many aspects of renovations and hiring professionals to help. In this season, I'll be focusing on collecting even more renovation stories because we can all learn from each other and I just can't resist talking to people about their houses. We're wrapping up season five now and taking a break for a few weeks. And during that time, we'll be revisiting renovation stories told years ago on this podcast. There's a good chance you haven't listened to my entire library. Maybe you missed this one. This episode was an interview with Missy, who's actually one of my own clients. And I was interested to know what her experience was as a first-time homeowner undergoing a complete renovation right from the beginning of home ownership. And what did she learn from that? So here's my conversation with Missy. My favorite kind of project is the kind of project where there's a house that just seems like they're just resigned to getting torn down. Like they know their time is over and they are just so worn out and just kind of sad. You know, and then, yeah. then instead of tearing it down, just make bring it back to life again. So then, of course, I thought of your project. How did you like you were a first time home buyer? Yes. Yeah. So how did you go into this place and just say, this is my house? Because it was a little it was a little <laughs> down at the mouth. Yeah, it was it was rough. Well, part of it was out of necessity. I had been searching for a long time for a house for like about a year because uh, I knew the place I was living in was going to be sold eventually. And then all of a sudden, it was like on the fast track to being sold. So I had to find something. And I had put offers in on other houses that were, you know, didn't need a lot of work, um, were almost finished and, you know, could move in ready. Um, but I had been outbid on all of them. So I saw this one and it was a good price. And I mean, it, it, I saw the inside and I was like horrified at the condition, but something about just the size of the yard. And it was, a, it was small, but it was a good size for me. It was a good, just a good size house, just to have one or two people at the most living in. And that's kind of what really drew, drew me into it. It was more like a a feeling I got when I was in it, even though it was in the state that it was in, I really felt for some reason that this was the house I was supposed to buy. <laughs> so the way I met you was through the contractor that you hired. He suggested that you call me. I feel like it was maybe a little overwhelming at first, but do you have yes. things that you learned that you would want to pass on? I mean, there were so many things. Only thing I really knew about buying a house was anything I had seen on, you know, the millions of home shows on HGTV. I didn't really know anything except, you know, you go to open houses, you might need to be pre-approved for a mortgage. So I did those two things to start. Um, and I thought, you know, that was like a big step for me because this is my first time buying a house. And at the time I was in, you know, mid forties. So it was later in life that I decided to purchase my first home. And as I got into it, um, I really wasn't looking for a fixer upper. Um, and that in and of itself just adds another layer of, of knowledge you need that I did not have <laughs> that I went in completely blind. I, 
I kind of just went in head first and put the offer on the house without thinking about knowing that I needed it obviously got renovated pretty much, but not knowing the full scope of what that entailed. So I was lucky in that I was recommended a a great contractor who knew a great architect, you know, like yourself. And then I got a great electrician and I just happened to fall into tons of luck with the people I was working with. And I think, you know, normally I'm a planning type of person. So in a normal situation, I probably would have planned it out much better and kind of found out what it all entailed before I jumped head first into it. So that's kind of a takeaway for me is that, you know, now that I know everything that involves, it's, I think it would have been a lot smoother and more, it would be stressful still, but not, maybe not as much stress involved as there was. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> I remember that you bought it and then um, I think you wanted to start work pretty soon after you, you needed to move out, right? Didn't you have a deadline where you needed to be in the house? I did. I needed to, the the landlord of who owned our apartment building, um, it was a, you know, in Somerville, it was like a six family house. He had passed away and his family wanted to sell. And um, it just progressed a lot faster than we had thought. So um, even though we had, kind of a deadline it was moving a lot quicker than I had anticipated so I really wanted to get the work done on this house moving pretty quickly if I could Um, I mean I had a place to to stay it was very fortunate that I didn't have to live in this house while it was being renovated because it was total gut (laughs) so that was that's the other thing (laughs) that you you know I'm so thankful I didn't have to live in it but you wouldn't Um, have been able there's no way you could have lived in it I mean it was completely you yeah it was completely gutted and there was all the structural work that was replaced I mean it was pretty much rebuilt from the inside I guess I kind of knew in the back of my head that it needed that much work but I was pretty you know, uneducated as to what, you know, what the work entailed, you know, and then the whole thing was a learning process. I learned so much, you know, I, I mean, I went into it not even knowing I needed an architect. I mm-hmm. not even like knowing that that's something that I needed to do, you know, not knowing that even when I needed a re- realtor, he helped me so much and, you know, an inspector and all the things that you kind of see little bits and pieces of on home shows, but you don't really know what they entail when you actually are going through it yourself. I don't know that I would go through a, a total gut renovation again, um, even though it, I'm glad I did in that I kind of got to pick everything how I wanted it. Um, everything is pretty much my dream, you know, what I would have done in my dream situation. Um, you know, as far as picking out all my cabinets and the floors and the paint colors and stuff like that. But I think I would have, if I were to do a a total gut renovation, I would have been more methodical about it and really would have thought about what that entails and how long it, it would take. Because thank God it was before COVID and all this kind of stuff where there were so many restrictions. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was just, I just lucked out with 
how quickly it took and the people that were involved. So I think you closed maybe May 17th or something. Is that right? Something like that? It was like, it was like the end, like probably April 30th. And then it started construction like May 15th or something like that. It was pretty quick after I closed. Yeah, that was pretty quick. Um, Yeah. And everything just kind of started. And, you know, I can't recommend enough getting a good contractor. I mean, I lucked out and I had, um, you know, you know, Pierre Martin, he, he's very organized and, you know, he was really on top of his team and they were always here when they said they would be. And I don't know that that's necessarily normal. I, I've, I've never gone through it before, but I've, you know, seen on TV things that happen and people don't show up and they have different jobs and that just never happened in my experience. So I was pretty lucky in that respect. So I had another um, contractor that my realtor knew look at the house first, just to see like what he would say as far as a price and see if it was even remotely in my ballpark, even though I was already said I'm buying the house. So it didn't matter at that point, <laughs> I guess, because I had already like put an offer in. But um, my, luckily, my uncle knew Pierre. They had grown up together. So um, it was just by sheer luck that <laughs> I was in touch with Pierre. And he was so great and organized and really gave me a really detailed quote about everything that needed to be done and was really upfront about what it would cost and the time it took and really adamant about needing an architect you know, in order to have plans to follow, which it was totally not on my radar. Yeah. Um, but the whole process was so interesting, you know, to see your plans and to see how you thought about the space and um, just things that I never would have thought about, you know, so the whole process, you know, was such a learning experience and just looking at things a different way. And I had a lot of leeway, I guess, because I could change where windows were a little bit because everything was being torn down and rebuilt. So I had like, I could change where doors were and I could change, you know, so it was, the whole thing was very interesting. Yeah. So we had, so your stairs weren't up to code. So we had to rebuild the stairs and build a dormer at the top for the head height. Yeah. Right. And then that bathroom that you had, I'm going to put pictures of that in the um, episode enhancements, which you can see on the website. So that was kind of like a like a light blue foil bathroom, which was <laughs> yes. probably pretty stunning in its early days. <laughs> Maybe. But, um, yeah. So we but that was definitely super gross. Yeah. Yeah. So one good thing about that is that you don't have to feel like, you know, you don't have to feel guilty about tearing anything out because there's right. no other option. And then what else? Did, what else did we do? I think we had to make that front that top hall a little bit wider. Yes, it was very, very narrow, and the um, the railing was very rickety and, you know, wasn't safe <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, the, you had to step down into the master bedroom. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, which was kind of odd. Um, you know, so raising that up actually gave more uh, height to the kitchen, which was below the master bedroom. It just, and the dormer just made such a huge difference because it almost felt like a cave up there 
Um, and adding that dormer just makes it so bright and open. And just having the space in the hallway, I mean, I want to say it was like maybe 24 inches wide. Yeah, it was really small. It was really narrow. Yeah. I mean, it, there was really no question we had. So we took some of the space out of the bathroom. So made that a little bit narrower, but reconfigured that. So yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a pretty simple house, but honestly, I, I felt like the energy in the house felt like it was over. Yeah. Yeah. But now, I mean, so it was not a complicated, it wasn't a complicated project so much. There were like little tweaks, like we just talked about that we made, but I feel like those made, those just make a huge difference for maybe the next, you know, hundred years for the house, hopefully. Definitely. It just, the, the flow of the house is so much better than it was. It was just, and I don't know how many radiators, maybe 30 radiators in the house. And Having the the HVAC system redone so those radiators didn't have to be there really opened up a lot of space, you know, for furniture placement or, you know, any, any anything like that. And even just like moving the the back door was sort of in the middle of the deck and now it's like off to the side. So, you know, my office now is like just a nice little extra bonus room, which really came in handy, especially during covid from working from home and uh yeah the whole the whole house even though the the footprint didn't really change the flow of it is completely different yeah. now than it was yeah do you feel like you made any mistakes i really don't have any regrets or anything that i would really do differently um i felt like i did things kind of simply in that i went you know, with a paint color, the same paint color in the whole house in case I wanted to do something, you know, more creative later on, like maybe put a fun wallpaper in the bathroom or, yeah. you know, I made the colors kind of neutral so that I could make those changes later on uh, if I wanted to. So I think that was a, a big help in making quick decisions when I had to, you know, that would be something else that I would recommend is you know, I didn't want to hold up the project by waiting to make certain decisions um, on fixtures or, you know, if something needed to be placed in a different way. I kind of was actually had an easy time making those quick decisions. And I feel like that helped the project move forward faster in the long run. So do you think if you'd had more time, you would have you would have done things differently? Like more time to plan or more time to choose finishes or trim or anything? No, I, I really, I did have a plan when I went into it. I had a plan in my head of how I wanted it to look. And it was just like having everyone's help of accomplishing that, like making it become like a reality because I love my white kitchen. I love, you know, I love the you know, white cabinets and the simple, you know, quartz countertops with a little bit of the veining, um, you know, everything's kind of like black, gray, and white. And it's been almost maybe like a year and a half. And I still love everything I picked. I mean, I might've picked or spent more time picking things like um, doorknobs or cabinet pulls, maybe made different choices in that respect. But for the most part, I'm very happy with everything that I chose and that how it ended up. Yeah. Going fast didn't end up compromising the project at all. It was just a little bit stressful. 
to be. Yeah, it was just, it was just stressful in that, you know, I had, during this time, I had gone through a couple things personally, like I had lost my job and, you know, that put a whole different stress level on it because, you know, I was having this whole house done and I, you know, was in between jobs and, you know, I just recently lost my father. Um, so there was a lot of things emotionally going on. And I think, you know, that contributed more to it being a lot more stressful than maybe it would have been had those other things not been happening at the same time. But I think in that way, it, that's what helped me make decisions also quicker is because I had all these other things going on. Um, so I wouldn't recommend, you know, taking on a renovation if you have all these other issues going on at the same time, but yeah. that just happened that it, that's how it was for me personally. Right. But that's the thing is that you can't know. I mean, that would be another argument for me for being really prepared going in because you don't know what might go on simultaneously during the four month period or six months or however long. Exactly. You just never yeah. know. And it's Absolutely. a lot, lot to take. It's a lot to take, especially with other losses like you had. That does right, you know, it's just unsettling and raises your stress levels and it's just not it's hard. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. I mean, it it's hard in a in a perfect situation. I mean, you know, I remember expecting a total gut renovation, but coming in on the day that everything inside the house was gone and I could see from the basement all the way up to the rafters in the roof. And I was like, oh gosh, what have I done? No, that was a little overwhelming. I do remember. Yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, things like that. But looking back on those things, I mean, it, I just laugh because the end result was so completely worth it. Yeah, that I'm glad now that I've had all those experiences. And if, if I do move or do go through this process again, at least I have all the knowledge of going through all those things, you know, to yeah. take forward with me. Yeah, that was totally necessary, though, to take out the structure was was pretty unbelievable in that there was hardly any of it as in the first floor framing <laughs> yes. and the whole basement was full of it was just a mess and we ended up digging out yeah they ended up digging that out so that it was more space for your laundry and everything down there and there was that tricycle buried underneath there <laughs> yes. that was weird which i do still have <laughs> you still have the tricycle yeah. wow i still have the tricycle um yeah it that was that was an interesting find um yeah what about the history of the house? Did you ever find anything out about that? My roommate did do a little research and found, I think it was an old map of this neighborhood in Malden. And there was a lot of people that worked for um, the Converse Shoe Company. I think it was a different sort of company um, back in the day, but I think it originated in Malden. And there was a lot of people that worked there that lived in this neighborhood. So I think it would be interesting to find out what, the neighborhood looked like back then and what kinds of you know things were around versus now because it, it's pretty interesting so do you have any final bits of advice for people um just to you know if you're a first-time home buyer i think you know the first step is getting a good realtor i, I had a great one um and he really like gave me a lot of insight into things I never thought about. And, you know, the same with, you know, a contractor architect, I mean, those were things that, like I said, I had no idea that I needed, you know, cause when you watch a show on HGTV, 
there's no architects, there's no, <laughs> sometimes no contractors. It's mostly people just doing the work themselves and not needing inspections and things being up to code and just things you don't think about having a structural engineer come in and, yeah. you know, having all that stuff made me feel so much better about the state of my house now versus going into something and buying something that you don't know if the person has made it up to code or, yeah. you know, if it's structurally sound. So, you know, yeah. even though those things, you know, they do cost money, it's, it's money well spent. And, you know, those things are, you know, some of those things you can't see the results of, but I just think it's for peace of mind, it's well worth spending the money and having peace of mind that your house is stable and sound and, <laughs> you know, it's going to last for a long time. Right. Well, I mean, in your case, it was definitely needed a, a structural, a structural redo, whatever you want to call yeah. it. It had to be rebuilt completely. <laughs> yes. So, so you made changes that required a structural engineer. So yeah, it would probably be a pretty boring show if they just had it be a little more based in reality. Yeah, right. Imagine if it would probably last longer than anybody would want to watch and right. really, really slow for a while. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story. Do you mind if I um, share photos on? Oh, I made no. that, I made that uh, TikTok video about it. So I, yes. I might link that as well. All right. But it is yeah. my favorite kind of project. And I'm just happy that you're happy there and that you oh, had a yeah. place to be during oh. COVID and everything. I love all, it. Uh, Oh, I'm so thankful I had this for COVID because I, I can't imagine being in my old apartment during that time. It's just so much better here. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so. more room and that little. Yeah. Off. Yeah. I've been I've been asking you for photos and asking you to talk to me. And anyway, so I really appreciate you um, coming out here with me and sharing your story with everyone. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I wouldn't be able to do this without you, the listener. I invite you to join me on Instagram at Talking Home Renovations, where we are building up a friendly community. Other ways to get in touch are in the show notes, including the weekly newsletter that includes photos from the episodes. It's kind of worth signing up for that. Talking Home Renovations with Alice Maven is proud to be a member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. If you're into architecture, check out what the network has to offer at gablemedia.com. That is G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. Until next time, take it easy.